0: Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining me for another special episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth. Today I'm joined by Daniel Ramsey, founder and CEO of MyOutDesk. MyOutDesk is the highest rated virtual assistant company in the marketplace with hundreds of five-star reviews and over 12 years of experience, serving more than 5,000 clients, including over half of the Real Trends top 10 teams. Daniel just authored a new best selling book, Scaling Your Business with Mod Virtual Professionals, with a mission to help small and medium sized businesses scale and grow. And Daniel is joining me uh, to talk about how we uh, thrive in this new remote workplace that we find ourselves in. So thanks for joining me today, Daniel.
1: It's my pleasure. And isn't it a crazy world? Everybody's working at home now.
0: It is so bizarre, I know. And all these people who thought, A, that they never would, and B, that they would never have their staff work from home.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, they're all, and they're all doing it wrong. That's the funny part about it. I, uh, I've been talking to a lot of my entrepreneur clients and friends, and, you know, yeah, I'm excited about this call because I think we're going to really add value to people who are in that work-from-home space and they weren't ready for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most people these days. Okay. So, so let's start with mindset, if, yeah. if we could. So I, I think th- there's probably a particular mindset that a CEO has to have in order to lead in a crisis like this. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on that.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, um, I want to just acknowledge everybody who's listening right now. If you are a CEO right now is probably most likely one of the most challenging times in your career. Um, personally, I've been through Ford. This is the fourth downturn. But the difference is all of the others, there was warning so you could plan. You know, you knew it was coming and it went over three and then six months and then nine months. And then you had time to put strategic plans in place and kind of zig and zag and make the changes that you had to. And you you had time. This is nothing like that the, the last three that I've been through and it happened overnight and it was quick. And um, CEOs right now are very hard pressed with the mindset stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah cuz cuz it's it's so out of um the norm, right? Like I I have a client who said th- the day after Ohio shut down, they spent all day at the computer store getting and getting computers for their staff, getting yep. them to their houses, right? Getting everybody set up. I mean so for a good couple of weeks all they were doing was logistical sorts of things.
1: Yeah, and you couldn't find laptops. Yeah. Uh, you know. I had a friend who went out and bought like 30 um, Chromebooks and he's like, I literally got the last 30 in, in the entire area. And I was <sighs> like, how would you do that? He's like, he sent four of his people to like seven different stores <laughs> and then they just went and bought them, you know? So I think, you know, we, we were, we were strapped as, as CEOs, we were looking for, you know, computers basically laptops and and as people we were all concerned with their toilet paper so right right and I you mean, couldn't get that either and now we're worried about our our meat supply although i'm i uh i stocked up so i think we're good for for steaks
0: <laughs> so my grocery store finally got it all figured out and and you can schedule a pickup uh a About what? Four days out. So where before you, you you just, everyone, they were, they were totally booked. Okay. So it sounds to me like um, the part of the mindset that a CEO has to have is resourcefulness and flexibility, right? That, that they have to sort of take a deep breath and say, okay, we're in it now. What do we do?
1: Yeah. And, and I think everybody's been playing catch up. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. so step one is just adjusting to the new normal, right? Whether it's, buying the Chromebooks or toilet paper or stocking up on meat that that's the same, that emotion that we're all feeling. It's the same thing that all of your employees are, are having. So step two is besides being flexible and and adjusting to the new norm is just having empathy. You know, we have, we have employees who have had, in our case, we've had a 12 year upturn in business. So we've spent 12 years of being high on the hog, is what I would say. So employees who hadn't had to be super accountable, hadn't gone through a downturn, hadn't had to focus on sales and keeping clients and getting new clients. And you know, we're getting awesome 401k matching. And we're, I mean, most of our, even internally, our clients, they've only been through the upswing of a market. They haven't been through uh, what it's like to ride on the downswing. So you have to have- yeah a bit of empathy going into this and and extend that empathy and give your your people a lot of time to catch up um hmm. one of the things that we did immediately was change our value proposition as a company and this kind of turns into the ceo's mindset is you know our original value proper or our call to action was hey we want to double your business with high caliber Talent, right? We're a virtual assistant services company. Yeah. So when, when our CEOs come to us, it's like, hey, I need more salespeople, or hey, I need more marketing people, or hey, I need somebody to help with admin. So my, my best people can focus on growing the business or doing these projects that are going to add value. So normally, our, our kind of offer is, hey, we're going to help you double your business. You know, it might take us a couple of years, but you hire us, we'll staff you up, we'll get your best people working on the most important stuff, and we'll watch you grow. right? Right. But in (laughs) Corona times, as I like to say it, we (laughs) had to switch our value props. So we, we have two new ones. It's one is going remote and the other is thrive, which is what, you know, you and I are talking about today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is such a great point that you really do have to look at your business and say, what is the value of it in this environment? Right.
1: I can tell you right now my the the gal that cuts my hair is white. Uh my wife's hair, she just was texting back and forth with my wife and she's like, "Look, I'm doing house calls. You're going to pay me a little bit to come to your house, but I'm going to cut your hair. I'm going to cut my kids' hair. I'm going to get a haircut." You know how I almost didn't care what the price was because she's coming to us, you know? Right. And right. In this and, and and you know, you could see my hair. It's it's long. It's rather long. <laughs> 45 days in, in this world, you know, I was about to break out the shears and do it myself. Um, yeah, so, I did. <laughs> yeah. So you have to think, you know, um, one of our clients is, um, has some merry Maids franchises. Well, th- guess what? longer They're no longer, yeah. cleaning. They're no longer <sighs> cleaning houses. They're the certified COVID-19 office cleaning crew you know uh ah, very good my wife on the over the weekend uh went to a distillery and bought hand sanitizer right you know like restaurants are are changing and part of the ceo mindset is you have to remember we exchange value for cash yeah and you now we're in a new world and if you continue to do things the way you did you know even 2 months ago you know you're going to go the way of the dodo bird so we've got to update what our value proposition is as a ceo as a leader and that means really keeping in mind you know you're not going to completely retool your business you're not i'm not all of a sudden going to sell something other than talent right right my the people that want my talent they're going to be a different crowd they're going to be a different group there's going to be winners and losers in this new world and part of the ceo mindset is let's go after the winning opportunities out there
0: absolutely i this is such a key point i did a um a video a couple weeks ago uh called rethinking uh rethink your value or value shift or something and that that was exactly what it was about that we have to look at not the thing that we do but the value that it brings and ask ourselves the question who is it valuable to now and is there a do I, can I modify it in a way that the value exists now, where the situation may have altered that you know yep. for me and and that's yeah that that is absolutely um, a huge part of the CEO mindset a- absolutely.
1: Well, and we just had um, the second round of the CARES Act funding land today, right? So the SBA right. and all the banks are super busy. Um, in the first round, we did a um, webinar series where we pulled 900 people over three different talks through with a tax advisor, our CPA, and myself, wow. and we opened it up to all of our clients and we're like, look, we what we want for you is to get 100% of the money that discover, that if you're an affected business, we want you to come through this webinar, learn everything you can so you can get your piece of this $2 trillion and keep the doors you know, open and lights on while you do this kind of retooling or redefining of your business. And, um, right. You know, there, there is an actual process for that. And I, I think that's probably important for us to go over is how do you, um, you know, go through a retooling of your business. Okay. Well, so, uh, hit
0: the highlights. How, yeah. how would you suggest someone do that? I think that's I love, very valuable.
1: Well, here, here's what we did. And a lot of people, say, well, what's your suggestion or your idea, your feedback? And I, I really hate the people who come on shows and talk as if they know, right? I'm just going to share <laughs> what, what we did, like what we literally yeah, have done. Right. Um, and so first of all, we did the CARES Act. You know, we got people through that. Second of all, we changed our, our call to action or our value proposition to our clients. It's go remote and helping people thrive and survive in this time frame. But the process of retooling is a very simple one. I mean, it, there's really just three steps. One, it's kind of getting your people together, all of your employees and maybe some smathering of maybe some of your advisors, maybe some of your clients. You get them all into a room and you say, okay, let's appreciate the things that we do really, really well as an organization and as a group. So you, you know, pull all your people and maybe you, you have to do it on Zoom because that's a really great way to do it and you throw them into different breakout rooms and you just start hey what are some of the skill sets that we have what are the things that we're really you know good at what are some of the things that our clients say we're known for and you start gra- gathering this list let's say in our case we had 45 people that's that's kind of our operating what we call our operating support team. We had 45 people come on. We had some vendors and some other folks that joined us. And then we randomly split everybody into groups of five. And we're, they were asked to appreciate our existing strengths and capacities, what we can do right here, right now in today's world. And we came up with this fabulous list of all the things as a company we were known for and really, really good at. So- yeah. That's step one. Okay. And then step two is to go, okay, based on where we are now, based on, you know, what the world looks like today, what are some things that we can do as a, as a company to go after a new segment of business, you know, go after... Mm a different relationship with our clients. And, and really the, the third thing in my world is always look for ways to be, um, I cut costs. We're in a space where as a, as company, your CEO, one of the biggest levers you can pull is cut the stuff that isn't returning value to your business. Right. So, you know, step, step two is just really get specific about who you're going to go after, um, you know, what value you can bring to your existing clients and then what kind of costs could you eliminate with having zero impact to the business? So that's step two.
0: Nice. I really like this it, for a couple of reasons. One, it's, it's um, very clear. Uh, it <clears throat> doesn't take um, a lot of prep, so to speak, right? I mean, you can just do it. But I love how you pulled all of these different constituencies in and then broke them up randomly and had them have that conversation because it's very empowering for people to think about strengths and, think of, and then hear from other people what the company's strengths are. And it do, definitely gives you um, sort of that foundation for saying, okay, now what do we do with that information?
1: Well, and you're you're spot on because we started doing this for our clients too. So we pulled about 20, one one client in particular, one of my favorite stories is we pulled these 20 um, independent sales individuals together into these groups. And then we just started loving on the company and then we broke them off into teams of three. It was a smaller group. So we did teams of three. Um, and what they came back with in terms of appreciating their streng- strengths, like, really led the owner to say, wow, my people understand the mission of our company. Like, <laughs> That's I great. mean, it was. It was like ah. really magic and it kind of get gave her a little bit of pep in her step because she's sitting here and going, I don't know if we're going to survive. I don't know if I'm going to keep these people on the, on the bus. I'm scared about where the future is. And here she hears 20 people reiterating her core values, the mission of the company, why they exist. And it was wow. like, it was, it was honestly, it was a little magical.
0: I knew you were going to use that word. It almost <laughs> was. I, mean,
1: I could, cause I, I went into a breakout room with her um, while, when they were doing the appreciating stuff and, and I said, so how was that? What, what was that like? And she's like, honestly, I, I had a little tear, you know, I, I was hearing them, you know, and her company's thing was helping people, you know, live their dreams. Right. And that's part of their tagline. And so we came up with a new tagline that was specific to Corona times is like what I like to call it. that really reinforced their, their strengths, reinforced their mission, reinforce their core values. And, um, and then also help them along the path. Cause step number three, you know, this isn't all woohoo, you know, touchy feely crap. This is no okay. Now what, what are we going to do? Like what's changed? What what are we going to do now that we know what we know? And, and, you know, this happened to me. I mean, I, I'm, I don't want your audience to think I'm crazy and, and, just preaching, I called one of our outside sales team members and I I was talking to him and I'm like, man, you haven't closed a deal in a while. What's, what's going on? He goes, oh, I just kind of thought everybody was taking, just taking vacation, taking time off. (gasps) And I was like, no Wow. No. What? So, you know, this, I mean, this is the reality is that unless you're hyper connected and hyper um, committed to keeping your groups cohesive and in a space of kind of thriving in this time frame, you can have all these varied, you know, realities of your staff, and it's not their fault. I mean, they just don't know any better. So, right as a CEO, part of the mindset is that connectivity, the level of communication, as well as leading without really knowing where the hell you're going. Like nobody really knows what's going to happen, and if somebody's exactly. Telling you that they know what the, this is going to be a V or a U or a checkmate. <laughs> I'm, I just listen to those guys and think, can I short that guy's company? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> so um, I know. Yeah. That's, that's what we're up to right now. Um, and I think it's a great exercise, even if you're a small business. You know, my wife last night, we're laying in bed and, and she was talking and, and we're, we're gonna do a little bedroom talk on your podcast right now. Okie dokie. But watch out. Um, <laughs> you know, and she and I were just kind of, you know, I, what I would call is like ping ponging ideas back and forth. This could be the most powerful thing as a CEO you do is to lock the inner intelligence and the, the wisdom of your entire organization by having these sessions on a regular basis.
0: Isn't it interesting that that if we look for silver linings, which is a good idea to, to do because not everything is doom and gloom, companies really have an opportunity to take a, a refreshing look at their business and, and from different angles and really – identify and appreciate the things that are really good and working really well and, and possibly identify things that need to change things that aren't working so well.
1: Well, what I love, we have this recruiting um, company and they literally, they're an outside recruiting firm. And I, I called him a couple weeks after the, the, the whole virus thing went down and everybody got sheltered in place. And he'd gone through a couple of our webinars and you know, he started selling his capacity to companies, not charging them, but selling his future capacity. So when this is all over, he was fully booked. So the guy's been on a a crazy sales rampage and he's almost got half of next year booked in terms of what his company's capacity is. And these are signed contracts with with various um, start dates. And billing is delayed, but guess what? He's got his people fully engaged, still on the sales path, still, you know, engaging with customers, filling up their pipeline. Yeah. The revenue scenario is not awesome, but I think that's just the reality of what we're in while everybody's locked in their homes. But imagine, imagine his business versus another, you know, staffing or recruiting firm that did nothing.
0: Exactly. Right. That's exactly right. So there's, what are we doing now? for now and what are we doing to prepare for emerging from this, whatever that looks like,
1: That's right? right.
0: And, and we get to write some of that
1: story. And I like to think, you know, there's BC, which is before Corona and, yeah. and congratulations to anybody whose business has, is still in that space. If you're still there, you know, God bless you. You're one of the lucky few. And then there's DC, which is during Corona. And then there's AC after Corona. Exactly. And during, during Corona, you know, the world has changed. Restaurants aren't going to open. Gyms might not. I miss yoga. I can't tell you how much I miss yoga. I'm closing my eyes right now. If you can't see me on the, on the radio or on the <laughs> podcast, I can't tell you how much I miss, you know, going in that room and sweating um, for an hour and a half. But, you know, there is going to be a replacement opportunity and the companies that figure out how to how to provide that i think they're going to be very busy when this all uh once we get to ac
0: well i will tell you that my cousin's daughter-in-law is doing virtual yoga classes uh you know so
1: well they're just not the day i know it's Uh, not the same you can't (laughs) go in there and sweat like 100 degrees and lose 10 pounds but yeah i mean look they're You know a good friend of mine owns a gym and she's she's you know a brand new entrepreneur and she's a year in and she's transitioned fully to online courses and you know i was talking to her husband this morning and and he's like we're never going to go back we're never ever going to go back yeah they're going to be a virtual company they're going to charge additional fees for people who want to come to the gym because there's going to be less people and they're going to have to offset the cost But, you know, there's a lot of opportunity in today's market and part of the CEO mindset is just to remember that your job is to lead and your mindset and the CEO's mindset has to be, um, you know, pretty advanced, meaning you need to lead with communication, lead with what the model of the future is going to be and help your people, you know, with what the new reality is.
0: Yeah, right right? And you can't just put your blinders on and say, one day the sun will come out and things will be back to the way they were because they're just not going to be.
1: Well, and I think this is, Diane, this is the most important thing for a CEO. Our civic duty as leaders is to stay productive. Like, yes. It's, it's a it's a duty. I mean, number one, the the, the way the country survives this is by you know innovation um that's right. that's what's that's what's kept us alive that's what keeps us as number 1 it's what it's always what and and just because we're in corona times it just doesn't change that we we will need innovation like no else you know now and in the future so yeah i think it's our duty to stay productive and i think a lot of ceos um, I think there are some that are doing a fantastic job, and there's others who need to listen to your podcast,
0: <laughs> especially this episode.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, Daniel, I really appreciate this. This, you know, it's a micro conversation, but I really appreciate it because what great ideas, and how motivating that you know these are ideas that people can implement immediately. They can do them periodically right just to to have that sort of uh, check-in with everybody it, it is it is really awesome so will you tell the listeners about um you know the the new value proposition for uh, my out desk and how they can find you please
1: yeah so we're we're giving away um a couple things number one what we're talking about here is really challenging so you know i don't want to you know, we've been in this for almost two months right now. And um, what I'm talking about is be- I- I've gotten slapped in the face and hit on the head and <laughs> had people in my pocket taking money out. So we've had to evolve to this, yeah. you know, CEO mindset. So I, yeah, I want right. to remind the listeners here that, you know, this just, you know, this didn't happen yesterday, right? So this yeah. has been a challenging step by step process. If anybody wants more support around, what this looks like. All of our people um, on staff have been trained in this process, and they understand exactly what it takes to help somebody figure out, well, what is our new value proposition? What, how, how should I be talking to my employees? Because guess what? They've been through it, meaning I'm pulling them through this process as we speak. So not only are we helping people with remote talent and going remote, we're also helping them understand what they're going to need to shift inside their business to you know be fully remote. One one example is like you can't you know be on the phone with your employees on a video chat like you and I are right now and say hey I got to go potty, I'll be right back. So <laughs> part of part of our go remote guide that we're giving away to your audience is you know some etiquette, right? If you're in the chat room with your entire company, you you say bio, I'll be right back. We also have the one minute rule. Somebody reaches out to you, you know, you need to respond within a minute. And I know that sounds crazy, but in remote work, that's the standard. That's how you, how somebody knows you're actually at your desk and doing work. And if you have to go, if you have to go and and do some thinking time, because everybody needs airplane time, everybody needs to be able to you know, think, then you, you need to tell your coworkers, hey, I'm going on air, airplane mode for an hour and a half. I'm going to do some strategic thinking and I won't be immediately there to respond, but I'll be back at, you know, 1.30. So these are some of the tips and tricks that we put in our Go Remote Guide and uh, we're going to give it away to your people right now, if you'd like.
0: Awesome. That, that is fabulous. So we will have a link for that in the um, show notes. So people can click on that and, and go to it. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Or we can give a text code away. It's really up to you. Um, either way. They can Whatever's whatever
0: is easiest or best. What what do you think? Let's do text code.
1: Well, we'll do both. And okay, if you're listening right now and you go to your phone and you text M um, O D to three, one, nine, nine, six, you'll get a copy of our free you know, going remote guide. It has everything about what we're talking about in terms of the CEO mindset, the pivot that you need to do, um, how you actually, you know, what are the systems and tools to have a fully functioning, you know, 100% remote team like some of us have now. Um, So we're giving all, all of our 13 years of experience away, you know, to anybody who texts that code.
0: Wait, and say what number they're texting it to again?
1: Yeah, so you text, mod to 31996 and you'll get a a, a, and you know it's like a 12 page guide to going remote
0: okay awesome thank you very much for that and i'll make sure that that is in the show notes as well
1: perfect
0: wow so great well thanks daniel i i so appreciate it and listeners you know i appreciate you um that's why we put the series together um of, you know, these different folks with this great, these great ideas for how to, how to thrive through this, uh, process as always uh, continue to prosper and be curious. And the curiosity is what's going to get us to where we need to be. Uh, and until we meet again on another episode of accelerate your business growth, goodbye and good
1: day. Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment